It's 14 minutes uh, before 9 p.m. And uh, my next guest uh, certainly might be very familiar to many of us. And uh, he is uh, Dr. Michael Obeng, uh, originally from Ghana and uh, the only African plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. Many of you would have uh, seen him uh, on a uh, reality show on uh, the E! Uh, Entertainment channel. And he's laughing here because he probably... uh, Long forgot uh, uh, his role there, but uh, he uh, frequently consults with the government and multilateral bodies and organizations, uh, advising them on health policy and related matters, and uh, is visiting South Africa as part of the work that he does uh, for an organization uh, he's intimately uh, part of called Restore, restoring emotional stability through Outstanding Reconstructive Efforts. Uh, That is, of course, uh, the extended version of the acronym there. And uh, they do this worldwide, providing free reconstructive surgery and related medical services to children and adults in various countries uh, who have uh, deformities from birth uh, or have uh, seen some disfiguring uh, through accidents and disease involving not only the head and the neck, but also uh, extremities, uh, trunk and the breasts. And uh, he joins us uh, here in studio. Dr. Michael, uh, as uh, you would say in, in Accra, Aquaba. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's how you respond to it. Thank you guys for having me in the studio. Thank you so much for for coming through. Let's maybe uh, just talk briefly here about your own journey, which uh, of course got you to the point now where uh, you are the only African plastic surgeon at uh, Beverly Hills, of course, servicing uh, the needs of uh, all of the uh, celebrities and prominent people there. But uh, uh, much of uh, your own uh, upbringing and background is also... Uh, I guess, uh, uh, really compelled you to uh, uh, pay it forward and uh, give back uh, to uh, the communities that you come from. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Uh, You know, as a child in Ghana growing up where you witness uh, diseases, illnesses, disfigurement, deformities, a lot of times we as Africans or maybe Ghanaians, I can't speak for our Africans, a lot of these babies were shunned because of their diseases. Uh, But, you know, after... After you know education or after medical school or through medical school, I realized that you know these children all deserve a chance. Uh, you know, it's not their fault that they were born like that. Uh, you know, these phenomena happen in Asia, they happen in Europe, they happen in the Americas, uh, and there, there are reasons behind it. There are t- things that happen that causes deformities, and you know, having had the opportunity to witness firsthand the power of plastic and reconstructive surgery. And the death of my grandmother and my mother propelled me to seek a career as a physician and ultimately as a plastic surgeon. And, uh, you know, when God gives you so much, the least you can do is to reach out and help other people. Mm. And that's how that's how Restore got started. Mm. Just briefly, uh, you know, uh, before we go back to uh, the work of Restore and uh, some of the work that you're doing here on the continent, just briefly uh, paint a picture for us of... Uh, the uh, plastic surgery as an industry in the United States and in particular in Beverly Hills, which is where you operate. Uh, paint a picture for us. So, I mean, who, who are some of the big players there? What kind of things do you do? Because I think many of our listeners would be interested in that. So when you talk about big players, who are the big players in plastic surgery? I think if you ask every plastic surgeon, they would tell them they are the big player. Uh, <laughs> you know, just like any soccer players. But, you know, of course, there are people in the industry that we respect. Of course, I respect my mentors at Harvard, uh, Jim May, who was one of the first plastic or the first plastic surgeon in the United States to successfully be a part of a team to successfully reattach a limb. Hmm. And his surgical skills are impeccable. The people who have trained me, such as Dr. Linda Phillips, Dr. John Miller, uh, Dr. Joseph Upton, all these people have inspired me tremendously. 
and they are my role models, and mm. they are the big players in my head. But when it comes to Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills is a it's a different ball game. You know, right before right before I left for Beverly Hills, I practiced in Ohio, Northeast Ohio, in a town called Youngstown, where I served as the chief of plastic surgery, and that was where Restore was originally registered. Uh, to live, you know, the Youngstown, which had a population at the time about maybe 120,000 people. This place is sandwiched between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And the whole town, 120,000 people, there were five plastic surgeons, mm. or six. Fast forward to now in Beverly Hills. In my, on my street, or in my building alone, in my building, which is what, a four-story building? They had about 10 plastic surgeons in just that building. In my street alone, there are about 30 or 40 plastic surgeons on my street, which is on Roxbury. And in a one-mile radius, one-mile radius, there are over 200 plastic surgeons. So that goes to tell you how how much plastic surgery is consumed. You know, hectic and demand. Yeah, very, very, very hectic. You know, of course, you know, we all want to feel, we want to, we want to look good. And you know, my my phenomenon is when you look good, you feel good. Mm. And when you feel good and look good, you perform good. Mm. So plastic surgery is here to stay. Now people are not shy about having plastic surgery. They actually flaunt it. You know, people will have a nose job and they want to go to dinner with their cast on just to prove that it, they can afford plastic surgery. Mm. So it's very different, you know. And, uh, of course, I think uh, it's very different compared to Ghana. Compared to Ghana, I remember when I first started coming to Ghana on a restore trips back in 2008, there were only five plastic surgeons in Ghana for a country of a population at a time of 25 million. Let's, let's pause this slightly. And uh, I want us to continue on that vein. We quickly need to take a commercial break. But uh, when we come back, I'd love to take some of your calls. Give us a ring on 089-110-3377. I'm with uh, Dr. Michael Obeng, and we're talking plastic surgery and the work of Restore. I'm in conversation with Dr. Michael K. Obing, uh, who is uh, having born, been born in Ghana, only African plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. And, uh, uh, Doctor, you were still comparing and contrasting, uh, you know, the, I guess, how many plastic surgeons one would find in Beverly Hills in the square radius from where you oh. work, and comparing that uh, to your own native Ghana. Yeah, so I was saying that, uh, you know, just to put things in perspective, a country like Ghana, where there are 25 million people at the time, uh, back in 2008, when I first started doing restore trips, there were five plus a surgeon for the whole country. This compared to uh, my own street in Beverly, Roxbury, or even one mile radius, not, the whole, not even the whole city of Los Angeles. We are talking about a one mile radius, over 200 plastic surgeons in a one mile radius. Mm. You know, the, 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 there's a shortage of, there are not enough plastic surgeons in Africa. And... Togo, for example, doesn't have a plastic surgeon. Gabon doesn't have a plastic surgeon. Togo has 11 million people. Gabon has 1.2 million. We are going to Gabon on a restore trip in uh, in June. Uh, other several countries in the western part of Africa do not have plastic surgeons. And plastic surgery is not just for T's and A's, you know, breasts and butts. And, you know, pl- plastic surgery originates, all, it dates back all the way to times of World War I. You know, that's when it became very popular. Mm where it was used, the skills were used to do reconstructive surgery. And even the majority of plastic surgery done today in the world is still in the field of reconstructive surgery. Of course, TV has glamorized the cosmetic part of it, the aesthetic part of it. But plastic surgery is a very important need or skill set for any country to have. Victims of burns, they they are taken care of in the United States and in most other countries by plastic surgeons. You know, people who have had 
failed heart transplants or failed heart surgery where the wounds are not healing are done by plastic surgeon. Mm. Dirty wounds, you know, bed sores. All these are surgeries that plastic surgeons take care of. And just to put things in perspective, the word plastic comes from the Greek word plastikos, meaning to mold. Mm. So plastic surgery, when people hear plastic surgery, it's not just not about beauty. It's, it has a bigger a bigger umbrella or a bigger sphere, so to speak. And, and you provide this reconstructive work through the work that you do with Restore for That's free. correct. So that, that's mm. all we do. So Restore's aim is to do free plastic surgery. You know, and uh, since 2008, you know, we have done over 700 surgeries. Uh, we have had over 100 volunteers, been to about seven different countries and three different continents. And all of these surgeries have been done for free. Uh, all the volunteers donate their time. Nobody gets paid. And, you know, to, to leave the comfort of your home, to go to a country that you've never been, that they are feared. I remember when the Ebola outbreak came, uh, was uh, people were afraid. You know, I have mm. to reassure them that it's going to be fine. We are going to Ghana. There are no reported cases, and we are going to be fine. So reassurance goes a long way. But these volunteers need to be applauded to leave the comfort of your home, to come to some of the most undesirable parts of our continents is something to talk about. Mm, mm. Let's, I mean, let's just talk briefly here about, uh, you know, we know you're on a South African trip. You're going to be in Kenya over the next uh, uh, few weeks or so as well, uh, spreading the message of the work of Restore. And how do people, because yes, it might be free to the people who use it, but uh, one would think that there's considerable cost on the back end that you need to cover. Uh, just talk to us about some of those costs and how people get involved. You're absolutely right. You know, we couldn't have done or we can't do what we do. Uh, we can't do what we do without help from people like yourself for for even having me at the studio to talk to me and let people know what we do. Most of the things that we've done has been possible because of volunteers donating their time and donors. You know, people are giving a dollar here, two dollars here. You know, yes, I have funded Restore entirely, maybe 70, 80 percent of myself. But, you know, it's time that we get more hands on board because mm. uh, we are getting more demands. Uh, this year we have had four demands, I mean, four requests. I won't call it demands. Uh, Ghana, Gabon, we've committed to Gabon. We are going to Gabon on, from June 8th to the 15th. Uh, Liberia wants us to come. I'm going to Kenya and uh, Uganda next week uh, to explore it because Kenya also wants us to do mm. it. And I made a promise to Kenya a year ago and Uganda two years ago, but we still haven't gone there because every time that I take off, I lose, I don't make money. You sure. know, I'm not uh, I'm not a rich kid. Uh, I, mean, I wasn't born into money, mm. so you know, I can only do so much. But you know, with the help of people like yourself and the people listening, a dollar here, a dollar there can help make Restore broader, make it bigger, and we can touch more people. Mm. And if you guys want to know where to go, you can go on the website, www.restoreworldwide.org www.restoreworldwide.org Unfortunately, we have run out of time, but uh, I can't let you go without uh, really uh, prompting you on some of the big things that you're doing. You were saying off air, you've got a plant uh, in Ghana, you've got a beauty line that you're launching as well, and you've also been doing some advisory work uh, and advocacy work with the African Union. Just briefly, uh, tell us what that is about, and uh, more importantly, where people can follow some of that. Sure. So, you know, most of the time... (laughs) I'm, you know, people ask me, do you, do you ever sleep? Yes, I do sleep. I sleep about four or five hours a day. But uh, some of the work I'm doing, uh, I was telling uh, you earlier that uh, we are building a, manufa- a manufacturing plant for to make medications in Ghana, in Kumasi, the, the Ashanti region, you know, to make three different medications, malaria, anti-malaria drugs, uh, paracetamol, a version of it uh, that's uh, 
you know, you can take with that medication if you, I mean, with that water, if you don't have, if you live in an area where there's not clean water. Mm. And uh, I also work under the AU ambassador, the African Union ambassador to the United States, the Americas, Dr. Rikana Chumbarakwao, where I serve as a special envoy and also chairman of the health and social services. Mm. Uh, just like Cycling Die happened, the ambassador reached out to me to see what we can do, reach out to people to uh, ask for donations. And as of in three weeks, we probably don't, uh, we have probably raised over ten thousand dollars. You know, we have to push more. And for those of you listening, you can go to our GoFundMe page uh, with Michael Kelbin or Miko Plastic Surgery GoFundMe page or Restore, and every dollar will go towards the victims and the survivors of Cyclone Die, whom the world are ignoring. You know, we don't hear about mm-hmm. it. You know, and. We need to help Africa. We Africans need to help ourselves. Awesome stuff, my brother. Really appreciate your time and a big thank you to you for coming through and wish you all the best uh, in your travels. Uh, Nante Ye, as uh, you would uh, say, really appreciated that. And uh, we always say here on Metro FM Talk, uh, our work is really about raising awareness all the way from Cape to Cairo and uh, all the way from Kuruman to Kumasi. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Kumasi. Yeah, indeed, man. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You guys have a wonderful night. Awesome stuff. Oh, it was a pleasure. Next time in town, stop by and say hello. Bless up. Bless right, up. Bye-bye. See you on Monday.